at the info track. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. You know the old saying, the grass is always greener. We may look at others who have glamorous, high-paying jobs and feel a little envy. Our next guest says, not so fast, those jobs may be overrated. We welcome Tony Lee, publisher at JobSearchPortalCareerCast.com and JobsRated.com to InfoTrack. Tony, you've uncovered what you call the most overrated and underrated jobs out there. And I understand you'll also tell us why these jobs are over or underrated. So let's start with what most would consider to be top jobs that are really not so great. What would you have on that list? Well, we've got jobs that, you know, when you're growing up as a kid or you're coming out of college and you think, gee, if I could only be a, a surgeon or a top corporate executive or maybe a management consultant, those would be great jobs. An attorney or a book author, you know, those are jobs that I just would give anything to have. Well, what we found is we look at a lot of criteria and realize that these jobs not only have incredibly high stress and the hiring outlook for them is not very good, but they also are jobs where many of the folks who have them wish they were in something that were easier and not quite as difficult to manage. Now, I see on your list you have stockbroker. I would think that would be a high-income kind of a job, but you say that that's not so great. Yeah, I mean, all of these jobs do have relatively decent salaries, but they're overrated because the feeling is that if I became a stockbroker, I'm on easy street. I'm going to be rolling in money. The job's going to be easy. I'll spend my weekends on a big sailboat. When, in fact, stockbrokers are under a lot of pressure from their clients to deliver results on a regular basis, and the hiring outlook is actually not all that great. It's only 1% to 2% a year over the next eight years, so it's not quite as good as it looks. Now, when you say hiring outlook, that is the chances of somebody finding that type of job, I would assume. Yeah, it's the growth of hiring for the profession. So that means, you know, the Bureau of Labor Statistics has decided that for stockbrokers, for example, hiring will only increase by 1% to 2% a year, which is pretty low. The average job, the increase is more in the 5% a year range. And some of these jobs do require a big investment of time and money to get to that status, such as a surgeon or an attorney. So you've got to know this well in advance before you start going down that path, I guess. Yeah, another reason they're overrated. I mean, the idea is, you know, I want to be a surgeon. Well, the next 10 years of your life is going to be given over to schooling, which is fine. If you're dedicated, that's great. And if you want to be a surgeon because you really want to help people, terrific. But if you're doing it because you want the money or you want the prestige, well, you're going to be paying your dues for quite some time before either of those come. Let's take a look at what you consider to be the most underrated jobs. And I assume these would be the ones that are really pretty good jobs, but people might overlook them. Yeah, and it's not even that they'd overlook them. It's that when you tell someone growing up or coming out of college, yeah, you know, a really great job would be to become an accountant or become an engineer. Eyes roll. You're like, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what's the status of becoming an accountant? You know, how glamorous is it to be an engineer? Well, they're underrated because these are jobs that not only have a very strong hiring outlook, meaning that you're going to be well employed for many years to come, but they also pay very well. They tend to have lower stress. So you're on an even keel. They tend not to have as many demands on them as some of the overrated jobs. So they're jobs where people report very high levels of job satisfaction. You mentioned accountant to engineer. What would be a few others? Computer systems analyst is one that rates very highly. You know, people who have the skills to be a computer systems person, you know, average annual salary about 80000 a year, hiring growth about 25% over the next few years. So very, very high. Geologist is on that list. 
physiologist, veterinarian. Now, of course, those are jobs that do require at least a bachelor's degree, if not more. But there are some jobs on here that, frankly, don't require any college degree. And the hiring outlook for some of these jobs is pretty terrific, like the market research analyst, 32%. That's pretty outstanding that they're looking for that many market research analysts right now. They are. It's a job that just about any industry, any function, so that's why the demand is so strong. You know, and again, market research analyst, it probably helps to have a college degree, but an associate's degree might be enough to land that job. Our guest is Tony Lee, publisher at job search portal careercast.com and jobsrated.com. Another interesting thing here, you have veterinarian as a underrated job, and that's obviously a medical-related job, yet surgeon is overrated. So I guess there's a lot less stress on veterinarians than there are on surgeons. (laughs) And it probably has a lot to do with working on people rather than working on animals. You know, the surgeon's job is very difficult. A lot of people don't realize that surgeons often complain of various ailments themselves because they end up having to stand for many hours at a time every day in surgery whereas vets, you know, are kind of managing their daily schedule kind of like a general practitioner would. Would you say these lists change over time? In other words, if we looked at this 10 years from now, would these lists be substantially different, do you think? Well, we have been doing our jobs-rated reports now for many, many years. The rankings shift, you know, they slide, but they don't change very dramatically from year to year. However, because we've been doing it for so many years, some things have changed a lot, you know, over the last 10 to 15 years. Tony, could you give advice to someone who might be listening? Perhaps they're just starting their college career, or maybe they're at the point where they're looking at a second career. What would be a really great few jobs that they might consider? Well, there's no question that the demand is greatest and the salaries are rising very rapidly for any job in the STEM sector, meaning science, technology, engineering, or math. And there are lots of great jobs in that sector. And there are shortages for people in pretty much every career that ties to that area. So if you have the opportunity and the aptitude, frankly, to go into science, to go into math, it would be a really smart move. Service jobs seem like they're always going to be around. They don't require a lot of skill or training. How do people generally relate to those jobs? Do they hate them? Do they like them? (laughs) Actually, service jobs and the growth of service jobs has been driving the recovery that we're going through now in the economy. But depends on the level of service job. If you're in the service industry as a manager, you probably like it and you've chosen that path. If you're in the industry as an hourly employee earning minimum wage, you're probably looking for you know a way to improve upon that. So it really depends on what part of the sector you're in. Tony, any last words of advice for people who are listening, who are thinking about their career one way or the other right now? You bet. Actually, if they go to CareerCast.com, we've got over a 1,000 articles on all aspects of job hunting career management. And we've got a huge database of actual job openings for all the jobs that we've talked about. Tony Lee, publisher at JobSearchPortalCareerCast.com and JobsRated.com. Tony, thanks so much for joining us today on InfoTrack. My pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know.